us never be the same again. Father, I ask that you would touch my lips and mantle the service with your grace in the name of Jesus. And Lord, touch every ear. Give us an understanding heart in the name of Jesus Christ. And let the church say amen. Oh, can I hear a better amen? Yes, if you are clapping hands, please clap it well. Clap it well. Glory be to Jesus. Please be seated. So, tonight we are going to start a discussion on dreams and interpretations. Dreams and interpretations. I like for you to make sure you take notes because you would have to also teach somebody and you would have to um, help somebody out and sometimes reflect yourself on some of the things we are going to talk about tonight. Amen. Amen. Church, I said amen. amen. Are we together? So please turn your Bibles to Job chapter 33. Job 33, verse 14. The Bible says, For God speaks once yea twice yet man perceiveth it not verse 15 in a dream in a vision of the night when deep sleep falleth upon men in slumberings upon the bed alright now dreams are supposed to be part of human life there are different types of people and how we relate differently to dreams there are a group of people who don't dream at all. Huh? How many of you fall into that category? You don't dream, you don't remember the last time you dreamt. Let me see your hand. Okay. And there are some too when they dream, they don't remember their dreams. They know they dreamt. They know the dream was scary. But they don't remember it. Okay. How many of you forget your dreams? Wow. Hey. Almost the whole church. <laughs> okay. And there is another group of people. They dream once, very once in a while. It is 
very very irregular their dreams are so irregular they don't dreams are not a normal thing with them once 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 in a while then they will have a dream are there some people here like that okay i see some people signs interesting and then there are some people too every day they dream <laughs> where, are the, where are those people okay they dream almost every day they dream okay now if you dream if you don't dream at all it's, it's bad and if you also dream and you always forget your dreams sometimes it tells the states of your spirit alright a lot of the things I'm just going to say in passing today subsequently I may break some of them down some of them not all because of time so if you always dream and forget always you forget your dreams most of the times it's an indication of your spiritual level in fact it is believed that most of the time it's an indication that something is suppressing your life and then when you dream every day that one too it is somehow you get what I'm talking about alright but Job was saying that when God speak once or twice yet man does not perceive it yet man does not understand it so in a dream in the vision of the night when men are sleeping then he said in the subsequent give me verse 16 give me verse 16 he opened their ears the ears of men and sealed their instructions so it is at that time that God put something in them alright and then he seals it and then he closes it because when he's speaking to us we don't hear now a lot of people when God is leading them and directing them they don't hear you don't understand it but do you know that God speaks to us about everything about our lives how many of you know that God speaks to us now the fact that you did not hear or the fact that you could not detect that this is God speaking doesn't mean that God doesn't speak amen oh talk to me I said amen it is practically impossible for man to make perfect decisions in life without the guidance of God without God's guidance and direction it is impossible for any human being to make good or perfect decisions God and his will continues 
to guide his people. I mean, it is the will of God that he will continue to guide his children, to guide us in every decision we make. It is the will of God. And it is never God's plan that a believer should be left to his faith. You are on your own. No, that is not God's plan. In Psalm 23 verse 2, the Bible says, He maketh me to lie down in greener pastures. He leadeth me beside still. He leads me to still waters. So God leads us. God leads us. God is leading you. The steps of the righteous are ordered. Ordered. Are led. Are guided by the Lord. May you see it when God is leading you. I said, may you see it when God is guiding you. Hallelujah. So, without his leading, you and I will become casualties of life. Without God's guidance, you and I will become casualties in life. Watch people who thought that they were so wise and so smart in their own eyes. Watch the way they ended. Watch people. I'm sure you know somebody who was so smart. How many of you know people like that? And most of the times, they don't end well. Because the Bible teaches that do not be wise in your own understanding. In, in other times, it says that lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways. Acknowledge the Lord, and He shall. Come on, talk to me. He shall. Amen. So, everybody, He shall what? He shall direct your path. So, God leads and God guides. And it is God's desire to lead and guide us. So, you are not being guided, not because God is not guiding you, but because you have not been ready and you have not been attentive to his guidance and direction. For a lot of us, you have not made it a priority in life to follow God's guidance and his leadings. A lot of Christians have become casualties in marriage, in choosing a married partner. Yeah. Because if you are going to choose a marriage partner, now this I'm not talking to those who are married so don't go and tell your spouse that I made a mistake uh, tell somebody if you are not married he's not talking to you tell them tell the person that if you are married I'm not, pastor is not talking to you uh, if you are married you are married whatever you married is the will of God for you. Say amen. 
Don't, don't go and say, eh, Mikram, I mistake. Pa, 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 pa. Because when I follow the teachings of the bishop, I realize that, ah, I made a mistake. So this thing, I won't marry again. Hey. Tinim? Tinim, sir. Say amen. But for those of you who are not married, you can't choose a married partner by looking at the way the person dresses. You can't make you can't choose a married partner by simply going to the man's house to see does he have a fridge, does he have a TV, does he have air condition in his room, does he have microwave, huh? Does he have what else? Uh, yes, what does he use a water bed? Huh? Yes, then when you go and you look uh, in this fridge, is it sunny or it is Panasonic? Then you look at the TV, Samsung. Okay. When you be a then you look at then you look at the air condition. Is it um, 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 uh, high sense or this this year? Is it okay? Then the following day you tell him that you see the proposal you said that you married me. Now I'll, I've prayed about it, and I said. Eh, nah, No, you don't marry by looking at those things. God must guide you. I said, God must guide you. May you be guided in the name of Jesus. All right. A lot of people have made mistakes in, you know, business mistakes, financial mistakes. A lot of people have invested their monies wrongly because they were listening to other people amen come to the front come come to the front when you sit in front i like it uh-huh. yes i told you i used to choose those who sit in front this one i didn't choose him when i came you were sitting in front already please i beg you <laughs> but a lot of people have made that mistake because they did not allow God to guide them. There, there is a story told about Rockefeller and his company that his company was supposed to have insured the Titanic that, that sank. He should have insured that company. But after a long prayer, because he was a believer and he waited and waited on God he did not get the go ahead so he decided to let the contract go big money big money big money he decided to let it go why? because he did not feel led he did not feel the leading of the Lord shortly after that another company insured the Titanic ship and they believed that the Titanic was never going to have a problem. So it was almost like free money. But when another company signed and insured the ship, few months later, the Titanic sank. 
Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? When God guides you, you will never go down. May you, God, may you receive the guidance and the leadings of the Lord. Somebody say amen. So, God wishes to guide us. But there are several ways the Lord guides and directs his people. One of them is through his word. As I'm speaking the word, as you read the word, God guides us through his word. That is sort of our focus. God guides us through the Holy Spirit. In fact, one of the principal acts of the Holy Spirit on the earth is that he will guide us. Jesus said, he will lead and guide you into all truths. Another way by which the, the Lord guides us or directs us is through the fivefold ministry. Through the apostles, the prophets, evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. God uses us to guide his people. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? I've seen, I don't know why I'm using marriage, but it's probably one of the easiest things to use. But I've seen several times when people were going to marry and sometimes their pastors may raise their question and say, look, watch this thing well. And sometimes when they didn't listen, it always brought the problem. Amen? Nobody has heard God's original voice. We don't know how God's voice sounds. The voice of God in your life can be the voice of your pastor. I thought you would say a better amen to that one. I said the voice of God in your life can be the voice of your pastor. That is why it is very dangerous to be prejudiced against your pastor. That you think that my pastor doesn't like me. I think my pastor this. I think when you do that, you you, you create a problem because the day God is using him to lead you into something, your prejudice will stop you from hearing the voice of God. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Oh, church, please, do you understand what I'm saying? Another way, the fourth way by which God guides and leads his people is through visions and dreams. Everybody say visions and dreams. Your voice is low. Say visions and dreams. Good. Now, many people have no problems with God leading us by the Holy Spirit. Some don't have a problem with God leading them through His Word. Some don't have a problem with God using the men of God to lead them or the women of God to lead them. But very few 
have understanding about God leading them through visions and dreams. And I'm going to explain. Or how they have a difficulty in understanding how God leads them through visions and dreams. Because it, it, visions and dreams are one of the commonest occurrences in human life. It is almost like a part and parcel of our lives. But it is either the most misunderstood or the most ignored. It is one of the things we find very difficult to understand. How many of you easily understand your dreams? Let me see your hand. You easily understand it. How many of you find it difficult to understand your dreams? How many of you have had a dream before and you know that the dream was very important but you were struggling to understand it? Let me see your hand. So even though dreams and visions are one of the commonest, it is one of the ones we find very difficult to understand. Very few pastors even attempt to speak on visions and dreams. Very few pastors. Because it is a subject that can be a mind failure. It can create problems if not properly communicated. Are you understand what I'm saying? And so you end up finding a lot of people going from place to place or from one person to the other. I had this dream. What is the meaning? And some of the times, in fact, in most cases, the interpretation people get is apophy. Do you know apophy? I remember, you know, in school, I don't know if, if, if that ever happened to you, but sometimes when you want an answer to something, and then somebody is giving you a pop, and the person is confidently giving you a pop, but the pop the person is giving you. They <laughs> And, and especially, you know, there are some children who are very confident. Even when they are wrong, they are very confident. Eh? Have you encountered such before? So they'll be telling you, oh, this is the answer. This is this. And he believes it too. Jack. Now, if you are not lucky, you go and dream and you go and meet some. <laughs> Spiritual, audacious, confident prayer warrior <laughs> who doesn't understand by the time he gives you the interpretation, you know, you know that Jesus is Lord. <laughs> Amen. There are lots of books about many subjects in Christianity.
except books on visions and dreams. <laughs> Hardly will you come by books on visions and dreams. And even some of the books on visions and dreams. And nothing by materials on psychology. Whatever, you know. And you know, when you study psychology, psychology 101, one of the things they talk about the most is about dreams, the subconscious mind. I did psychology in level 200 and 300 and abandoned it because initially I, was, I wanted to do major in psychology but I didn't know that there was an element of mathematics in psychology <laughs> I didn't know so when I did the thing confidently then I, I started getting to a place then one day they said there's something they call Psychostats. I said, which, which animal is this one? The devil is a liar. Away. <laughs> and I left it. You know. And then the, the other one is research. Is it rich research methods? You know. And so but by the time you put those ones together, I said, no, 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 this thing. Look, I used to have an allergy to maths. I have an allergy to figures. The only figure I don't have allergies to is when it's in. When it's money, no, I don't have an allergy to it. That one, I can calculate it. I can calculate it. If you like, bring me money right now and see if I won't calculate it. <laughs> Amen. But, you know, the presiding bishop has a book on visions and dreams. How many of you have seen that book before? Also, how many of you have read it? Those of you have seen it. Oh, Charlie. Just about two or three of you. So you need to read it. Very soon we will be open in the next few weeks or so we'll be opening a bookshop. Reverend Paddy, when is it? In about three weeks' time, yes. Resident Pastor is working on we getting a bookshop over here. So he's working very hard on it. We'll, we'll get a bookshop so that some of the things you know I always talk about books huh? because the, somebody said the size of your library is the size of your brain and it is said that a person without a library is a person without a future brain Are you understanding what I'm saying? So everybody must read. Tell somebody you must read. No, no, no. Tell the person who say read. Yeah. For lack of knowledge, my people. Amen. So this check we are going to we'll be reading you know, already. The leaders, how many of you are enjoying the reading so far? Huh? Yeah. Because every time I'm making sure that somebody's reading something, you must be reading. You must read something. You must read. Amen. But some believe dreams and visions 
are the same. So we are talking about, I'm trying to define what dreams and visions are, right? Some believe that dreams and visions are the same. This is not far from the truth. Because visions happen whilst one is awake. And then dreams happen whilst you are asleep. But most of the times, the content or the materials are almost the same. Even if you want to argue that they are not the same, we can say they are very similar. So when we talk about visions or we talk about dreams, they are very similar or they are the same. So, take note of this. The above experiences we get in the spirit or in the spirit and the mind or the spirit and the soul. Um, I wouldn't confuse us with the definition of Sigmund Freud. Huh? He is one of the psychologists that propounded a lot of theories of dreams. And very, very interesting ones. Uh, it, it leads you into other, other realms. You know. But even though even though they may it, even though it happens in the soul or in the spirit they have great spiritual and realistic significance to your life. So you can't just dream and say, oh, it has nothing to do with me. Every dream has something to do. No, let me not say every dream. Most dreams, because very soon we realize that not every dream has some proper meaning. Alright? The, defini- the definition from the dictionary is that it is a series of thoughts and images. Okay. Thoughts. Alright? Thoughts and images. Or emotions that occur in sleep. Dreams have prominent place in our religious lives. And so you ignore dreams to your own parent. Some say, oh, dreams mean nothing. And there are people who have ignored dreams and fallen into a ditch. There are some that have ignored dreams and destroyed their future. There are some that have ignored dreams and missed a great warning that God was sending them. May you not be a victim in the name of Jesus Christ. Let me hear somebody say a better amen. So in the Bible, the dreams of kings and priests and authority figures meant a lot 
and we'll be looking at some of them. Are you learning something tonight? Are you sure you are learning something tonight? Now, let me, let me, let me just tell you this. It will be very dangerous for me to just come and tell you that without giving you any foundation, without giving you any basis, without giving you any spiritual reference to tell you that when you see a microphone in a dream, then you are going to be a musician. <laughs> it will be very dangerous. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Church, do you understand what I'm trying to say? I need to help you understand this whole thing about dream. So that we can put it in context in your own life. Before you now even go to look at what does my dream means. That one is just one aspect of it. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? Let's look at Numbers chapter 12 verse 6. Numbers chapter 12 verse 6. Let me take off this thing. Um, Alright. The Bible says He said No. Okay. So Reverend Paddy, read, read, can you read it for me? Reverend Paddy, can you we are going to read quite some scriptures. Oh, please sit. sit. And he said, Yes. Hear now my words. Speak then your prophets among you. I, the Lord, will make myself known unto you in vision, and will speak unto me in a dream. All right. So God was speaking to Miriam. And Miriam was called a prophetess. And they were having a challenge with Moses. And God was saying that if there is a prophet amongst you, if there is, that is a different thing altogether. But you know, so it means that God was not even acknowledging their calling. <laughs> it says, I the Lord will make myself known unto him, unto that prophet in a vision and will speak to him in a dream now give us Genesis chapter 31 verse 10 now this is established that God speaks to people through visions and dreams everybody lift up your hand and say God say Lord or say God speak to me in visions and in dreams amen so understand it don't forget the scripture very very important that if there is any prophet blah 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 I the Lord will make myself known unto him in a vision and will speak to him in a in a what alright Genesis 31 verse 10 Go on, yes. And it came to pass at the time that the disciples conceived that I lifted up my eyes and saw in a dream. Now, this is Joseph speaking. Joseph, when he stayed with his uncle Laban and all the things, the communion that went on. Now, 
at a point, God had to show him how to make profit. God had to take him through the process of becoming profitable. Businessman, there is a way to make profit. You didn't, I said, there is a way to make profit. God can show you how to make profit. He says, and what? And he lifted up and saw in a dream. Go on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Verse 11. So again, an angel spoke to him in a dream. Go on. Mm-hmm. So, God had seen that Jacob had been cheated. And God wanted to give him a reward for his labor. Somebody will receive a handsome reward for your labor. The one with the loudest amen receive a double portion. So, God was now going to show him how to receive the reward for all the cheating he had suffered from his uncle Laban. At that time, they had gone into a contract about the fact that when the animals give birth, the ones that have marks of spots, they will belong to Jacob. And the ones that are normal belongs to Laban. Now, you need to understand that in those days, most of the animals, hardly will you see them with, you know, spots or... It, it wasn't a thing that you usually see. So if somebody enters into that kind of a contract with you, he's telling you that football match, you know, now I get 10 nail. And now I say, I say, Chelsea, you good in the Are you understand what I'm saying? Somebody say, Amen. What? When I say, Chelsea, you have a problem. I have the microphone. Maybe they are, maybe they are, All right. So God had to show him how to overturn the thing. And God waited. When he slept. Then God gave him a dream. And showed him what to do. How to go about it. How he can make the animal's pregnancy of the kid in the womb receive spots <laughs> don't tell me that your business you cannot become something out of it 
I pray for you in the name of Jesus. May God give you divine direction in Jesus' name. Somebody say, I receive it in the name of Jesus. Come on, touch your head and say, I receive it in the name of Jesus. Some of you, you dream. God, some of you, you sell, you sell pepper. God will show you how to package your pepper and that will be there. Ah, you, know, you know this man's wife? You, you heard it. How many of you heard her testimony? Oh, how many of you have not heard her testimony? Let me see. You have not heard her testimony. Oh, where were you? Okay, let me share it with you. Let me summarize it. She sells Gary and sugar. And I guess And yet, you are Eh? Gary and sugar. Inside your wife, no. Good. Uh huh. The sugar needs to be. This lady is a ruffian. <laughs> now, she doesn't sell it. She was not selling it in bags. No, no. She was just selling. And I said, one one city, another two two city. Said the other one Yeah. And fifty. Ah, yo, yo, mate. And then, by the blessing of the Lord, prophetically, all of a sudden. In the space of three months, God lifts her from one to hundred. Now, the gari is no more sold in fifty pesos and one city. She's selling it in bags. She's selling gari and sugar, and she's buying iron rods. She's buying cement. And she's beginning to build her own shop. There are some people they wear tie. You've been wearing tie for the past 20 years. Block background in toy. Are you getting what I'm talking about? I don't care what job you do. When God touches that business, it will make a difference. This year, may the hand of God touch your business come on somebody shout a big amen. amen some of you some of you say oh but i work with somebody yes jacob was working with laban some of you say oh yes but my boss is very wicked i'm not sure he's more wicked than laban but even laban god had a way may you receive a supernatural dream that will bring you a turn around if you are the one clap your hands and shout I am the one I said clap your hands and say I am the one so God manifests in dreams understand that God manifests himself in dreams to us in the book of Numbers, we read, he said that if there is any prophet amongst you, I, the Lord, I reveal myself to the person in vision. So God manifests himself through dreams and visions. Now, remember this. Abimelech took Abraham's wife. How many of you remember that story? And he said, oh, she's my sister. She's my sister. Then the king said, 
Media. Adia Fedia. You have come in this room. Adia Fedia Mepo. And the king took Sarah. Did not know. He was innocent about it. And took the woman to a house. I'm sure in the night, the man has gone to do push ups. I can imagine Abimelech with a towel on his waist. And then all of a sudden, sleep fell on Abimelech. In that tone also. And God slapped him with a dream. And told him, hey, the lady, she's a wife of a prophet. You're a dead man. Send her back and add an offering. He said, but God, I'm innocent. He said, eh. For even making her come to your bedroom, <laughs> you have to pay for it. Are you understand what I'm saying? So, in a dream, God prevented Ham from coming to Abraham. You remember when um, Laban was chasing Jacob? In the course of his journey, God met him and had a he had a dream and he said Laban be careful Jacob is my servant when you meet him never speak anyhow to him may God warn your enemies in a dream I don't like your amen I said anybody planning to do you evil anybody planning your setup Anybody planning to set you up for failure? Anybody preparing a trap for you? May God warn them in a dream. In the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody say, Lord, warn my enemies in a dream tonight. Clap your hands and shout, Amen. supposed to be taken lightly. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? Any witch who's saying that this year they will use you for mincemeat, they will dream and an angel will slap them in a dream. Slap them. Amen. So, there are two notable dreams in the New Old Testament that I want us to look at quickly. Please take note of Genesis 37 from verse 5 to 10. 
And then, Reverend Pani, you will read for us Genesis chapter 40, verse 8 to 12. Quickly, let's go. No, the microphone is not working. Reading to verse 10. And he said unto them, Here I pray you, this dream I have dreamed. And Joseph dreamed, sorry, for behold, we were finding sheep in the field, and lo, my sheep arose and also stood up. And behold, your sheep stood round about and made obeisance to my sheep. And his brethren said to him, Shall thou indeed reign over us, or shall thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dream and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream and told it to his brethren and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars may obey unto me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come and bow down ourselves with thee to the earth? May you receive a dream of greatness in the name of Jesus. I said, Everybody in this house, may you receive dreams of greatness in the name of Jesus Christ. understand how the people in the Old Testament saw dreams. In the dream, there was nowhere that they were bowing down to him. Was there any word like that? He was just talking about you know, sheep, that is whatever, and then stars and moon and sun Yet, anytime you talked about it, the people sort of understood what it means. Are, are you getting what I'm talking about? And the Bible says that when he dreamed and he told his brothers, his brothers hated him. And then when they hated him, then he would dream yet another dream. Anybody for everyone hatred. For I said for every single one hatred. May you receive double dreams of greatness in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Reverend, please read for us.
All right. Go to verse 11 and 12. That's fine. So, now we see dreams and interpretations. This was in a prison. Now, you go further when you read Genesis 41 verse 11. We won't read that one because of time. We see that Pharaoh himself is in trouble with dreams. And then had to be interpreted. Now, this is the thing. With his brothers and his family, when they dreamed, immediately everybody got the understanding. There is a school of thought that believes that the family generally had the gift of interpreting dreams. Because any dream Joseph talked about, his people understood it. Now he moves into Egypt and they dream in the prison and nobody understood it. Then in chapter 41, Pharaoh also dreams and he doesn't understand it. And so the interpretation is needed. Now, listen to this carefully. For all the dreams that needed interpretation, they were crucial dreams. The dream of Pharaoh required interpretation to save a whole generation. Some of the dreams you ignore. Oh, if only you had understanding. Your life could have been preserved. If only you understood some dreams you had years ago. Probably some things that went some things that went wrong could have been corrected. Sometimes, if only you understood some dreams, some mistakes you made, you would have avoided them. It, it, what I'm saying is it correct? It doesn't mean something to somebody. Oh, if only you understood some dreams. You would have made some better decisions than some decisions you made earlier on. But I pray to God, the God of a second chance, may He give you a second chance. I said, may God give you a second chance. Put your hand on your head and say, Lord, shout it loud and say, Lord, give me a second chance. Yet another dream in Jesus' name. So in Daniel chapter 2, verse 20 to 45, thereabouts, we see Nebuchadnezzar's dream also. And that dream was a crucial dream. But did not understand it. There is also another school of thought that it is not that Joseph's brothers alone had or his family had interpretation of dreams. 
but that among the Hebrews probably they had the gift to interpret dreams whichever way you look at it we are the Jesus calls us brothers so and Jesus is a type or Joseph is a type of Jesus so it is possible that any dream you have can receive interpretation and if it was the Hebrews that understood the interpretation of dreams we are the spiritual Israelite and the spiritual Hebrews any dream you have had any dream with implications for you may God give you understanding in the name of Jesus Christ I don't like that amen I said receive interpretation in the name of Jesus somebody say I receive understanding somebody shouted say I receive understanding say I receive interpretation clap your hands and shout amen are you blessed tonight have you learned something tonight are you sure now quickly let me come let me bring you to the new testament so when mary got pregnant with the holy ghost joseph wanted to divorce her but an angel of the lord spoke to him in a dream that don't disgrace her the baby in the womb is from the Holy Ghost. Listen, there are some things that happen in life. Eh? It must take only God to vindicate you. There was no way Mary would have been vindicated. Anyone who you must be vindicated before. May God give them a dream about the case in the name of Jesus. I said, may God give them a dream about your life in the name of Jesus. Somebody say amen. You can find that in Matthew chapter 1 verse 20. I know somebody who said one time he went to look for a job. That's years ago. And it went very bad. They even appointed somebody. Later on, then they called this guy. And then they said, the boss says, we should pick you. Why? Because the boss says he had a dream that his car was stuck in the mud. And you came to, and you drove the car out of the mud. He doesn't want, understand what it means. But if you help him in a dream, then you can help him physically. God is making a way for you. As you are clapping your hands, I said he's making a way for you. As you shout that amen, God is making a way for you in a dream. Somebody shout a big amen. In Matthew chapter 2 verse 13, when Herod wanted to kill Jesus, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and told him that take the baby 
and ran to Egypt. Who told you that dreams are not important? Amen. Quickly, because of time, we need to pray a bit. If if I'm not able to finish in the three weeks, I will extend it into the next month. Is that okay? Uh, or I should end it. Eh? Uh? Because I, I feel we must understand some things. Because, see, let me tell you something that happened. When people begin to pray a lot and fast a lot, visions and dreams multiplies. So some of you notice that since you started praying a lot, you are having more dreams. Is it true? How many of you have realized that what I'm saying is true? Uh, and I, I get most of you sending me messages, meeting me, Pastor, I had this dream, I had this dream. I, I'm, I'm believing God that some things will be settled for you. When you dream, you will know what it means. Or if you don't fully understand it, you will know what type of dream is this and what must I do about it. Somebody say amen. Is it a blessing? Are you sure it's a blessing? Receive understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Quickly. Let me, let me deal with this one quickly and then take my hands off it so that next week we can make some quick progress. Now, what visions are? Quickly, visions are experiences one gets whilst not asleep. So, we have types of visions. We have what we call spiritual vision. We have open vision. We have trance. No, trance means that I said, Oh, dance won't die. Oh, dem I said, What dance won't die? How, how many of you have seen that thing before? Sometimes you are in trotro. And then you are not asleep. But I said, within one minute, then you can have a whole dream. Or you see something. How many of you have, have had that experience before? We call it a trance. Alright? And then we have what we call normal dreams. Okay. So, the spiritual vision, that one you can be awake. But your spirit sees the thing. So your spirit sees the thing. So sometimes, you can tell somebody, I see. Sometimes, it is not every time you see it physically like I'm, I'm, I'm watching TV. Sometimes, you are seeing it in your spirit. Your spirit is seeing. I don't know how to explain this one. Well, for whatever it means to you, but I hope you understand. I don't need to understand. Because, all right. So let me just leave it like that. And then, an example is Paul's conversion, Acts chapter nine, verse three to nine. Reverend Paddy. Acts chapter 9 verse 3 to 9. Quickly give us Acts chapter 9 verse 3 to 9. Sharp. 
Verse 3, you've gone to 29. Okay, yes. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus. Mm-hmm. And suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. Mm-hmm. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecuted thou me? Mm-hmm. And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. Mm-hmm. It is hard for me to pick the things that praise. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, okay, go on, go on, just finish it. And Saul arose from the earth, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no man, but they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. And he, he was. Okay, so that's fine. Yeah, so, Saul saw a vision. And he heard a voice. The people that were with him, they heard a voice, but they saw nothing. He was the only one who saw. Are you, are you understanding the point of granulate? Okay. So, and then we have a trance. An example is in Acts chapter 10, verse 9 to 17. Acts 10, 9 to 17. Read the scriptures later on. Like I said, that is between Wada and Sonahe. You are towing in so you are not dying yet. Hmm. And then we have open vision. Your eyes are on like this. And you are seeing it. Your eyes are on. Sometimes you see it. Either in a flash. Or it stays. Something, but it's an open vision. And then we have dreams. Which is the commonest one. Is the easiest way by which man gains access into the realms of the spirit. And even though the dreams are the commonest one, they can be the most confusing ones. Because most of the times when people see visions, it's easy to get it. But dreams can always be very confusing. Note this thing, it is very important. I said this before I close. There can be false visions and dreams. There can be false ones. So don't let people be telling you that I've seen a dream about you. And that you are supposed to do this, this, this. Then you follow, then you go and do it. Sister, Masun Udaye. Masun Udaye. Masun Udaye. Masun Udaye. Masun Sister, Ah, 
Are you understanding what I'm saying? There are people who said, I dreamt and they are lying. They didn't dream anything. There are people who said, I saw a vision and it's a lie. They didn't see any vision. Oh, you think it's false? You don't believe it? Let's read Jeremiah chapter 13. Verse 1 to 5. Hurry up. Jeremiah 13, 1 to 5. Thus says the Lord unto me, Go and get thee a linen and put it upon thy lungs, and put it not in water. Yes? And I got according to the word of the Lord, and put it on my lungs. And the word of the Lord came unto me the second time, saying, Take the girdle that thou hast got, and thou... Okay, go on to the next verse. So I went and Go on to the next verse. Go to verse 6. And it came to pass after many that the Lord said unto me, Arise, Ephrathus, blah, blah, blah. Okay, no, I'm not looking for this one. Go on. And I went to Ephrathus. Okay. No, not this one. Go, go on. Oh. What am I reading? Jeremiah 13. There is a place it says that they dream, they said they have dreams in my name, but it's not true. Give me number, Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 1 to 5. Let me see something. Give me Deuteronomy 1 to 5. 13, 1 to 5. Okay. Okay. If, thank you. So it says this one. If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and give it thee a sign or a wonder, mm-hmm, and it come to pass, or the wonder come to pass, thereof he spoke unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Mm-hmm. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of the prophet or the, that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God proveth you to know blah 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 all right go on for you shall work before the lord all right so all he's saying is that there are some who will give you a sign who will give you a wonder and tell you i've had a dream i've seen a vision but god says that it is false are you understand what i'm saying and then he's saying that even if they give you a sign don't have, don't listen to them you remember sunday i told you that every prophecy must be judged hello you remember on Sunday, I told you that every prophecy must be judged. How many of you remember? How many of you are in church on Sunday? Let me see your hand. Alright, put your hands down. How many of you are not in church on Sunday? Okay. Wow. Alright. So, the truth of the matter is that every prophecy must be judged. This is not what Raymond is saying. That is what the word of God says. Are you understanding what I'm saying? He says that even when they give you a sign, don't listen. It is not every prophecy you must listen to. It is not every vision you must listen to. It is not every dream you must follow. Amen? And he says that you shall hearken to the word of the Lord because there are some of the things after giving you a sign and everything if what is directing you to do it's contrary to the word of God, please forget about it. And I don't care who saw the dream who saw the vision uh, it can be the act pope if it is not here let God alone be true let every other man be a liar is that correct alright very very important alright um, ok so I will end it here Next week, I'll start from the point of talking about levels of dreams and visions. And we'll now be talking about personal dreams 
and other things like that. And then you begin to understand. And then we will now go into looking at other things about dreams. Alright? Like the types of dreams. Because every dream we have can be categorized into certain groups. There are dreams you have and it is a call to warfare. Are you understand what I'm saying? There are some dreams when you have them and you wake up in the morning, you can't go and buy what you watch and eat. You can't wake up and pray and kneel down by your bedside and pray one minute in the name of Jesus. Info me, info me, info me. Make him, make him, make him, make him, make him, make him one minute. Then you get up and go. No, no, no. There are some dreams when you have them. It is a battle. You, there are some dreams when you when you dream and you wake up. You you wake up tired because you have engaged in a battle. Is somebody understand what I'm talking about? And you can't just wake up and just be laughing. <laughs> Tonight, in the name of Jesus Christ, any dream, any vision, anything you have seen, which God was speaking to you and you missed, may God reveal Himself to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I said, May God reveal Himself to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Anything you missed, any warfare you should have won. But you missed. I pray for you tonight. May that warfare dream come back with your victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Ah, uh, I said, let it come back with your victory in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you tonight that in your dreams, let God bring favor to you. Let God keep your enemies far from you. If your amen is louder, you are the one I'm talking to. I said in your dreams, let God keep your enemies far from you. Every enemy that appeared in your dream to harm you, the same God that warned Abimelech, the same God that warned Laban, may God put a wedge between you and them. In the name of Jesus Christ, any Herod that is after your life, the spirit of Herod seeking to cut off your life in a dream, the Lord will expose them one by one. I said, The Lord will expose them one by one. In the name of Jesus Christ, I want you to lift up your hands and begin to pray to God right now. If you want your sins to be forgiven and all i want you to do is just lift up one hand as i pray with you if you want your sins to be forgiven if you want your sins to be forgiven i want you to lift up one hand if it's possible and let me pray with you all of us at one point in our lives we have to do this we have to pray this prayer we have never regretted from doing this thank you church everybody lift up your hand with me and pray this prayer after me say lord jesus i am a sinner i cannot save myself forgive me all my sins wash me with your blood come into my life and make me a testimony in jesus name amen put your hand on your chest father thank you for this one establish him in your kingdom in jesus name
touch him, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.